Family, you on Clyde Yorkshire. Again, this is the station for white women. And I'm going to tell you, this conversation was supposed to be a lot different. But as this October surprise come around and the election and the persecution and the intelligence community being at the forefront, the corrupt law enforcement entity, not the rank and file, obviously, now, I just want people to understand law enforcement have been at the, the, the top of corruption in this country. Everything from president killing to international coups, domestic coups, bringing drugs in our country through drug lords, using our military, breaking down the black community, targeting innocent citizens and patriots, if you will, wiretapping innocent private citizens. Law enforcement has been at the helm of all of destructive things. I don't get how we have law enforcement who are the crooks. And this guy who's claiming to be Tupac's killer, he makes that clear. How are you having the guys who are responsible for Tupac's death and maybe even Biggie doing the investigation that's like the FBI investigating or the CIA investigating drugs in the black community and you brought them there it, it, it just is crazy and they say that you're not supposed to be smoking weed taking drugs how could you live in America knowing how crazy of a country this is? How much hypocrisy is in this country? And you're not on some sort of controlled substance. You're not a drinker, a drugger. The lies that are in religion, the lies that are in our government, the lies that are told around the world about foreigners and who they are and who they're not. How in the world are you not on some sort of prescription medicine? All kinds of things are coming out that our government has lied about. Everything from elections, wiretaps that are illegal, murders that are unconstitutional, Everything from torture, blowing up pipelines, shooting down planes. I mean, just a reckless gangster, demonic government. And we're supposed to back this. And now look at how smart Putin has got. And Xi Jinping, maybe not to your goofy state ass, but the rest of the world is now looking at President Trump, the United States, Joe Biden, and America as corrupt. And Russia is looking like the honorable government and China to the rest of the world. Don't say they don't matter because they're here in our country. The world's opinion matter, and that's why Obama was so strong. He didn't care about you, what the hell you think about him being where he was. He had the royals backing him. 
he had the commoners, the commonwealth. He had Rome, India, Sri Lanka, the Asian countries, Africa. Who the hell is a bunch of local Americans? I don't know. This Tupac thing is going to be bigger than 20 root canals on one person. The tentacles go deep. And then the corruption of law enforcement. In our day, they were corrupt. And this is before the cameras. You guys got it lucky. When drugs and things like that was being planted on us and with us, we didn't have the same sort of protection that a lot of you people have now. It was a normal event and no one would listen at that time. Because law enforcement was held to a higher standard. And again, there were not all of these body cameras. So you got all of this inflated crime, all this inflated incarceration, which over the years started going down at some point, but the damage were done. And again, when you look at all of the dirty and filth that was done in this country that we are ashamed of, law enforcement is at the top. All those pictures you see in memorabilia, of these white guys beating down black folks and stuff. This is all government shit. All police officers who's doing this kind of stuff. Guys, let me know what you think. You on Clyde Yorkshire, the station for white women. Y'all check me out, family. It's real in the field. Please, y'all check me out. Fantastic, fantastic, fantastic. You're back on the greatest show in the last couple of years put together by young black people who are here to save this country. That is our mission. That is our assignment. That's what we were born for. We might have popped our fingers and drunk our beer and cussed and act crazy in the 90s. But God knew what he was doing when he allowed us to go through the things that we were going through. Now more than ever, people from all different nationalities and hues are coming together to see people like Tupac. He wasn't the menace that they tried to paint him to. And it was the media that painted him that way. It was the media he had or he was fighting with. Tupac Shakur. You see the things that he's saying now is the things that we're dealing with now with what we call the deep state. Now guys, thank you for tuning in and welcome to Spotify. It's a wonderful app and network. I want to say as well, please email me if you have any questions about the show at Clyde Yorkshire at Gmail and for our charity and our philanthropy that we're doing for our troops, police officers, and underfunded people and specifically black folk. Please, charity, Clyde Yorkshire, love to hear from you. Now, I'm going to tell you why I always say this is the station for white women. Take a listen. Y'all single-handedly own the power and you can't even see it. They know that...
y'all hold the y'all y'all single-handedly hold the cards to all of this shit in this nation. God, please just wake up and see what kind of control you actually have. If you really want to get technical, y'all are the ones that can save this country. Because the minute that y'all actually see through their bullshit, it's when they lose their wealth. Talk about white privilege. They will lose their wealth. They bank on y'all. They bank on y'all remaining stagnant with their bullshit. I can't wait to see this shit unfold because I'm going to tell you, I, there's one by one, they're waking up. Y'all better get ready. One by one, they're waking up to rich man's bullshit. And they're seeing and they're standing their ground. And once they lose the black vote, it's on like a Donkey Kong. Now, guys. This was a very powerful statement by this woman. And many young black people know what's in our heart and what's in our DNA and what we were sent here under the firmament to do. It is that time that we should not be fighting over people's color, over people's regions. God is not concerned with any of this stuff. But when we stand back and take a look at what God's doing, Stomping out racism, getting rid of it. No longer will we wake up and just have the idea that we might run into racism today. That woman said they're banking on us. Just listen to the language, banking on us. And they have been banking on us ever since the banking people's been banking. But what she really means is they're banking in, in, in terms that they believe that wholeheartedly the covenant that they made with specifically our elders, if you will, who were mostly under the Democratic Party at that point. Now, we're not going to throw this all on black women. Let's not do that. Okay, I know it's easy to do, and they're using them more than anything else as their <sighs> meanest mogul. Those of you who've seen the Lords of the Rings, you know who meanest mogul is. He was Lord Sauron's greatest weapon. He has turned into a Nascoon. Some of you will say, well, we don't follow that kind of fantasy stuff. And I respect it, and I understand it, and I get it. However, I come from a different generation where almost all of our movies in the 80s and the 70s was damn near telling us just the way it is. Now, there's many things happening in this world right now. Leader McCarthy being ousted out. The fight over government the measurement of what the Justice Department should be doing and not be doing. And guess what we got in October? A damn surprise. And it's here. The murder of Tupac Shakur. Arrest and investigations and chatter is going on. Now we're about a just about a year out of the next president. And we got a contentious one. We got a guy by the name of Joe Biden 
leading the Democratic Party, the vice president of Obama. And if you're not voting for him, you're not black. Guys, you're on the mothership, and I would be wrong if I didn't tell you that. You're on the mothership, and you're riding with me, and this is a funky sound. May God bless this beautiful earth. Most of us don't understand how deep God is. We can't even fathom it. And it wasn't because I was reading any religious literature. It was because I spent more time outside and surveying the skies and the ground that I walk on and the animals that I eat and get milk from and butter and everything else. I start saying to myself, I said, wait a minute now. I'm seeing things a little different here now, buddy. It is sort of a mind job to think that you have the power to save a country? Little us? Imagine if our children thought like that. They would never be great and do anything worth what we know they can do and what they were brought here to do. Keep that in mind. We are setting the foundation for the next generation. We have to believe in each other. Guys, talk about chaos. I was not going to talk about Tupac anymore in this October surprise. But I remember when this happened, when Tupac was killed. And the stories, while this, while this was fresh, was so far-fetched. I think most people had the story right at first. And then again, the, cold, the trail went cold. So you hanging out one evening in 96 and all over the news, Tupac is shot. First thing we said was Shug did it. Then immediately after, we said Puffy had something to do with it. Immediately. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire, the station for white women. You're on Clyde Yorkshire. Now, this story is of interest to me because it's coming out now and I'm watching all of these young kids get killed. It always reminds us of Tupac, Nipsey Hussle, Pop Smoke, Young Dolph, all these young kids who are extremely talented in their own right. 
They were not the activists that Tupac was. They were not talking about the things Tupac were talking. Tupac was killed because of something way bigger. And if we think that it wasn't, anytime you want to just think that he got killed by some random turf guy, go back and listen to his lyrics, go back and listen to his interviews, and go back and check out his attitude, his background. He was public enemy number one on probably every intelligence domestically list to get. Tupac was saying stuff that was revolutionary for both black, white. Tupac was really the beginning of Bloods and Crips coming together. Gang members coming together. Tupac was talking some real junk. Guys, you're on Clyde Yorkshire. So what I see coming out of this is more and more mystery, more and more scandal. And if I didn't know any better, they were, they, Keefe D stayed alive just so they can close this case when they wanted to, if you ask me. Again, just the layout of everything. Here's this guy who actually kills Tupac or had him killed who mentions Puff Daddy and a million dollars and most people are saying now after listening to Keefe D nigga please you lying your ass off but they don't know why Suge comes out and say Suge Knight which was in the car with Tupac when he got shot and supposedly got hit as well he says, and again, a lot of this doesn't make any sense, but it is what it is. Um, he says, well, the guy who y'all blaming now is to say, uh, said one of the Southside Crips. He ain't do it. And it, it did not go the way you saying it went. So Suge, probably telling the truth, this was a bigger setup than y'all think, and Keefe D is the fall guy, or put in place to keep the reality from coming out. So this would just stay some nigga shit. Couple niggas beat down a couple other niggas. Those niggas come back and they want revenge and they Kill Tupac. There you go. I would like to believe that story. It sounds like it could make sense. But then again, I mean, come on. Let's stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. And take a look at why, again, is this coming out right now? All of the pieces are there right now. And the story, it gets thrown 
all the way to the top of the pile in the news cycle. In some cases, even overshadowing what's happening with Trump. This is too juicy. Meanwhile, at the same time, the Speaker of the House is taken out. And I believe we're in a moment where Trump is in a very dangerous situation. Because I believe at this point, it's up and it's by any means necessary. So, Pac, in my opinion, is right. Or, excuse me, Trump is right in the crosshairs. He's getting too close. Most of the things that they're throwing at him, he's either dodging them, dealing with them, and getting closer. They can't have him win again. Okay, so... Whatever's taking place, multiple things are happening that's going to dominate the news cycle. And when we least expect it, we'll see why this came out. That is about Tupac's killer. And now. So, 27 years later, we're listening to all this evidence of Tupac and who killed him. And I'm not sure if... Las Vada or Las Vegas Police PD would have us believe that there was some niggas that killed Tupac over some nigger shit. Excuse my language. And again, okay, so let me tell you why I have something to at least comment on. I was in the East Coast when this was going on. I was a young kid in the streets. I was in the streets at this time. And most of the people in the streets was riding for Biggie Smalls, Puff Daddy, give a damn about no West Coast shit. We had our stuff. We was on it. You know, it was it was straight hood shit. But we knew both sides had a common enemy that was becoming more and more and more apparent to us. That was the government, the police department, and the media. This Tupac murder is looking more and more like the typical Malcolm X assassination, the typical Martin Luther King assassination. The government is all over this. Undercover cops, off-duty cops, cops watching cops. Trump was right. We need an overhaul of our justice system because it is worse than the swamp. That's all I hear when I hear this Tupac was murdered and who was involved with it. The gang members did not just have this all mapped out. Just like today, the FBI is always the criminal who catches the criminal. Same thing with Bujubantan. Bro. 
I've never seen such a corrupt country in my life, guys. This gets terrible. So you mean to tell me the Bloods and the Crips mainly are founded by the FBI? The Bloods and the Crips are the FBI. The Bloods and the Crips are at war with one another. But it's really the FBI who's funding or pushing both sides. Any murders or wire transfers for murders are going through law enforcement. Again, many people knew that both Suge Knight and P. Diddy had on their payroll FBI agents and police officers. Who were doing crimes, who were doing killings, hit jobs, and a lot of those police officers were eventually arrested, taken out of commission, but that's all I hear when I'm hearing this Biggie and Tupac, who killed them, who murdered them. The United States of America... When it does go up as our government in turmoil, I don't know how could anybody say what happened to us, where did we go wrong? We never stopped what's happening in this country yet. Now for the first time because of Trump, not because of Little Boosie, not because of Tupac, not because of Biggie, we're starting to take a real look at our law enforcement agents and I like we like to thank them for their service and you guys put your life on the line but a lot of these cops are freaking crooks they're demons they're enemies of the state they violate the citizenry they're easily corruptible we saw this back in the day with the any movie from training day to gang movies FBI removing stuff from the evidence room planting drugs, catching the drug dealers and keeping their drugs, redistributing them out there, using them, getting high. We saw this. This was regular. When did the reform come of that, man? Listen, I'm going to tell you, man. And the people who back this stuff talking about, well, the cops are good. I don't know, but I don't know. Listen, you're the problem. And as we get older, we figure this out. It's not the local cops that's the problem. This goes up to the DEA. Nothing but cokeheads, drug heads, meth heads, ice heads, shroom heads. You heard them talking about the Crips that were on the payroll. Who were cops. Who were giving him the lowdown. And the power rule bloods that were cops. Man, the Italian mobsters, guys, just take a listen at this, this supposedly two-box killer. Listen to a lot of the language. Take a listen. Come on, man. Well, I mean, he did say that, and I brought that up, saying that, you know, you deny the fact that, you know, that they were best friends and everything. And what he said was like, well, Keefe was older. He didn't know what Orlando was doing, you know, just grow up without you, you know what I'm saying? And if some, what if somebody did attack your daughter or some shit and you can't do nothing about it? 
because you were so loyal to something else. You know what I mean? It's like people got to snap out of it, man. And he had to reevaluate his whole mentality because you're going to prison for gangbanging and you're not snitching and you're you're following the set of rules. Yeah. And in the process, your kids are, you know, missing their father. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, no matter how much of a dad you think you are in prison, you're not really a dad. Right. You're not there taking him yeah, to school. Yeah. You're not yeah. there. Now, guys, the man in question who killed Tupac is being interviewed and they're asking him, did he have any regrets? A person's close to him said he had regrets and he wished that he would have been with his children and not gangbanging and doing the stuff that he was doing in the streets. Take a listen. And it would look like he had a big crew with him. Yeah. But really, it was just yeah. free concert tickets. Conversations I had with you. From your point of view, you said that Puffy never really directly paid Keefe and them. He would just give them tickets to show, so it looked like, you know, and they would all show up, so it looked like <laughs> they were all together, but it's not like they were actually on payroll or anything. Yeah, it was the oldest trick in the book, man. You know what I'm saying? You, you get a lot of your friends to come and give them free tickets, now it look like you got a crew of guys with you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we all... Uh, one day, he, uh, me and uh, Zip was rolling in a van up Greenleaf in my neighborhood. He called, he called Zip. I guess it was perfect time. And he like, hey man, I'm going to, uh, I'm going, I'm going on my tour, the BE tour. I think he was on the BE tour, tour. It was uh, Naughty by Nature. Some little, some little ugly dudes, uh, Jodeci, Jodeci, uh, uh. Mary J. Blige mm -hmm. and uh and his whole little crew uh what's him total yeah Craig Mack one twelve one twelve yeah and they you know they close, Biggie closed the show though so he called and said uh I'm doing a tour and he like uh, man us uh, that big CEO dude is out there is it cool to come all right man just give me fifty tickets I I I'll show up for you big dog and that's what happened and uh well. When I got there, you know, he, he was cool and stuff. He used to wear the little hip-hop clothes and shit. So he used to see us in our suits when we used to go to clubs and shit. So I, when I got in the feds, I said, this motherfucker just stole our style. You know what I'm saying? Like, damn. So they tried to start calling them the shiny suit man. We used to be, our little, the salsa. Well, you guys used to have shiny suits? No, we didn't have shiny suits. We used to be, we used to have fly ass suits. Okay. Armani, uh, Versace, you know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. He, he tried to took our style. He okay. did. Yeah, yeah. We, they called us, started calling him the shiny suit man with the bottles. Right. We was popping them bottles like a model, you know? Cause he, he showed up when he was drinking white lightning, you know? Yeah. Like, damn, that moonshine shit. Like, man, we don't do it like that out here, dude. I went told little C's then we'd get the ice buckets and fill up the tub. Like 24 bottles, we popping bottles like a motherfucker. This is the way we do it out here, big dog. Well, uh, the, the incident at the MGM. Because Orlando testified listen, on Shook's behalf. Listen, listen. The day before that, Lane called me, say, Unk, bring two guns up to Edie's office. And come now. So I came. Came with scrap, I got a scrap. And we waited about five, ten minutes later. Reggie Sr., not Junior, and Reynolds, Sergeant Reynolds, came with Shug Knight up there. I guess he wanted to show his hitmans 
who to kill. You know what I'm saying? His main hitman is Senior and Reynolds. Cuffs. Yeah. He's the motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? But he and he gave us he gave our nephew sixty thousand dollars. Yeah. Right. And then uh did Orlando take the stand? Yeah. Uh, for Shug saying that uh, he was he didn't kick him. him. He didn't. And the judge says, "You see his plan this day, he kicking you." Yeah. Yeah. Right. So even uh, with Orlando's testimony, Shug still went to jail. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But didn't you say that you feel like Shug snitched on you? Yeah. The first fucking the first fucking day. Then he did that interview. Y'all don't be listening to his words, dude. You know what I'm saying? How do they know my fucking name? Now, this man that's talking again is allegedly Tupac's killer. He's talking about some events that took place. And like lobbyists, a lot of the gang members hung around a lot of the shows because a lot of the rappers did not want to get robbed like P. Diddy and Suge Knight who had hired law enforcement on their payroll, but they needed some muscle, some niggas. So, he talks about lieutenants and FBI agents that's running with Suge Knight and Puff Daddy Combs, as he was called at the time. Now, maybe Brother Love or P. Diddy, he's known today. But again, I don't have the time to sift through this. Maybe you do. Or maybe you're curious. But what I do know is, is this what we want our law enforcement doing? And if it was not for President Trump, and his campaign and the spying on Republicans and conservatives. If it wasn't for whistleblowers, would we really know what our government is up to? I mean, because, and I'm just giving you an example. If our government is in the middle, as the FBI, of the planning of the riots that took place on January 6th, if they're in the middle of the planning of the Steele dossier, Tupac's murder, taking out Dr. King, Martin Luther King, they involved in all of this shit. And they're involved in the election situations and when it's convenient they come up with a bad guy to close the books but they were in the middle of the money handling the money passing the hire the event but they are never looked at as they orchestrated anything they are just the ones who save the day who tells the story who keeps society happy. And at the end of the day, they wind up getting everybody who the private citizens or politicians want out of the way by any means necessary. 
Meaning if they want all of these guys out the way, they'll plan a murder or hit on these guys, pay the money, give the bullets, give the gun, have them do it, and then take them all down. I don't want an FBI like that. And the same thing goes with the January 6th riots. If all of it is orchestrated, just about by the government, just so we can show how corrupt, just so we can show how corrupt Trump is or racist, that you guys orchestrated all, I don't, no, 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 no. I want you to understand something. Imagine me getting millions of dollars worth of drugs, come into a neighborhood with a bunch of broke niggas hanging outside, give them all of this shit, tell them give me just a little bit of money back so everything looks on up and up. Here goes a couple of guns to protect your territory. Once they become big, people start dying, wars are going back and forth, I come in, lock them all up, these are bad guys, these are drug dealers, and I, the FBI, or law enforcement, gave them the drugs, gave them the guns, gave them the territory, set up their rivals, supplied the ammunition, and then I take all of these bad guys off of the street for City Hall. Is this what we want in our government? Is this the America... See, because what's happening is the same thing domestically that's happening to Muammar Gaddafi. The same thing that's happening in Africa, in Europe, in the Middle East, with Mugabe, with Malcolm X, with Martin Luther King. The government is in the middle of these affairs. And got the public believing that they're stopping the mess that's in your neighborhoods. And people go to sleep at night. And now that the FBI is weaponized, see, it's not against Young Thug anymore. It's not just against Biggie or some other gang member. But now it's against the president. Now, people have a problem because the FBI is turning in on the citizenry, spying on us, listening to our phone calls, watching us, surveilling us. Recording the conservative party weaponizing institutions to spy on certain outcomes of the election. Now, the American people don't like this type of FBI. But we had to deal with this FBI when there was no drugs in a black community and they were just trying to tap us to stop us from taking care of our families, from stopping us from rallying to get our own country and sovereignty. And they wanted us to stay consumers, stay in the shrine and grips of racists, bigots, and demons that were habitually raping our women and men, 
habitually giving us drugs, habitually bringing in drugs and prostitution through the military. We wanted the FBI to stop doing this. So we set up Black Panthers. We set up other local groups who they eventually got rid of by putting drugs on them and brought these things in our community anyway and made it seem like it was just us and they were doing a good job when the FBI are Satan themselves and has always been. The American people are now beginning to see this through Trump. 